Is there a connection between Captain Marvel and the Tesseract that we overlooked? Heart in the Pain starts right now. Let's go. Welcome, true believers, to Heart in the Paint podcast. If you are new to this channel, if you love Marvel, DC, comics, TV, film, everything that goes into all those topics I just said, please hit that subscribe button. Or if you are listening to us on the Anchor app, hit that favorite button. At any time that you love the content that you're doing, hit that thumbs up and hit that like button. Thank you so much for listening, and let's get on into this new episode. What's up guys? So we're still doing the giveaways and it's running all the way till April, guys. If you are wanting if you want to win an oh snap Thanos shirt, you have to be a subscriber to all well, not all. I would love all, but um any of the podcast outlets that you can find on Google, Apple, Spotify, all those good things. And um, to win the Avengers 4 in-game movie tickets, you have to be a subscriber to the YouTube channel. Um, hit that notification, like this video, and tell me what your favorite Captain Marvel leak is as of right now. Um, Alright, so we're going to be talking about how Captain Marvel is linked to the Tesseract. And even though we had some of this new slip from Samuel L. Jackson about how... I mean, he just kind of just like winged it in there. Like he was just like as if it was nothing about how she is, uh, Captain Marvel is bringing the Tesseract to S.H.I.E.L.D. to Samuel Jackson. So we kind of understand and kind of bridges the gap there um, of how the Tesseract was within S.H.I.E.L.D. with the Project Pegasus. Now, again, Project Pe Pegasus was created in Marvel 2 and 1, number 42, in 1978, okay? And it's basically Potential Energy Group um, Alternative Sources, United States. I think I did a pretty good job on that one. It was originally uh, intended to, um, you know, research alternate and unusual forms of energy. Hmm. Because we do see a connection between this. Um, now, again, there has been a whole bunch of, like, Tesseract slash cosmic cubes and when we get into the uh, not not the cinematic universe but the marvel universe as a whole of comics we have a whole bunch of cosmic cubes that have been brought into the storyline but how are they going to connect it but here's one thing that we may have overlooked in the trailer that could can it be that the tesseract is staring right in front of us like the cosmic cube is staring right in front of us and maybe do we even see all the way back into the 90s where we're being introduced with captain marvel that even thanos has strategically positioned himself or the cosmic cube slash tesseract tesseract to be brought all the way um, into Captain Marvel's hands to bring it into Earth into a position where we eventually will see um, Loki. Now, I'm not saying that Thanos is saying... Now, again, all of this is a theory, but I'm not saying that Thanos knew already to have Loki. We already knew that some of the, um, well, I would say behind-the-scenes kind of um, information or things that are off-screen and onto the script that um at the end of thor one 
we see that Loki falls into, not, not falls to his death, but falls throughout and floats through space, and then Thanos got him, but that's one thing that we didn't see. We didn't, we didn't see that Thanos just basically got his body, resurrected him, and um, put the scepter in his hand. You know, we, we, we can only assume that, but then uh, I think it was one, I don't know if it was an interview, but uh, Kevin Feige kind of cleared that up. But so I'm saying all that to bring everything together that literally, can this be that Thanos has strategically placed or positioned Captain Marvel in Star Force to have the or, or encounter with the Tesseract? And it, can the Tesseract be that uh, contributor of the fusion, of, of the fusion of the genetics between Captain well, uh, Marvel and um, Captain Marvel? Carol Danvers. Uh, I just want to put that out there and see what you guys think about that. Now, because if we see through this footage, we're going to we're slow down some footage and, and hold the footage here. We can clearly see the same type. If we look back in uh, different um, stills of Captain America, the first Avenger and different um, places where the where the Tesseract or the Cosmic Cube is, they look exactly the same. They look exactly the same. Now, if the MCU pulls this off and brings it all the way back around, this is going to explain certain things, even into the uh, even into the extent that I don't know if Samuel Jackson was misdirecting us with the whole time travel that Captain Marvel has the ability to time travel, but this could bring some huge bridging of the gaps here. Of why and how it was come into pro- because if we know Project Pegasus was introduced literally right in front of our face in the very first Avengers movie, and we just kind of looked over it. So, here is my question to you guys: Do you guys think that the Tesseract is playing this type of role to bridge the gap that Thanos strategically positioned Star Force and Captain Marvel to take the Tesseract to Earth? Not even knowing that what they were doing is setting up, basically, the first Avengers movie. And is it a contributing factor with her fusion of genetics to literally create herself as Captain Marvel? What do you guys think? Guys, I want to hear from you. Pretty short video. Um, Leave your comments below. I really want to hear what you guys think. And anything else that I may have missed, because again... I'm not this expert Marvel person. I just really, really love it like you guys. So um, thank you guys so much for taking time out of the busy day. Guys, we're still doing that giveaway. If you are wanting to win the O-Snap Thanos shirt as well as the Avengers 4 uh, movie ticket, please be a subscriber. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like and comment and all that helps with the growth of this channel. Thank you guys for all your faithfulness. We've been growing on this podcast. We just started this YouTube, so it's fairly, fairly new. We just hit 30 subscribers, but we are trying to hit that 100 so we can get over the hump. So if you guys can um, help us out while you're passing by, thank you so much for everything that your guys doing to contribute to the growth of this channel, guys. Thank you so much for taking time out of that busy day of yours to hear me rant as always, guys. I'm Justin as Heart in the Paint. Stay awesome and stay blessed, guys. He discovered 
that it's a person he needs, but this person doesn't exist in this universe. In this journey, he and many other heroes and villains alike will discover and unlock universal secrets that have been hidden for so long, and these secrets will bridge the gap between two universes. This is The Edge of Oblivion, an audio and crossover fan event like you've never heard before. Marvel Universe, DC Universe, all in one story, coming April 19, 2019. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.